are Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Locked On Big Ten. I'm your host, Nate Dickinson. Thanks for making the show your first listen every weekday, Monday through Friday. Coming up on today's program, we've got Isaiah Hole of Locked On Wolverine Thin to break down everything that just happened with Jim Harbaugh. Would he go to the Vikings? He is now staying with Michigan, at least for now, and he says for the foreseeable future. But we'll, of course, ask Isaiah everything that he has to say about what happened with Minnesota, or with Michigan and Harbaugh and Minnesota and all of that here on today's show. How close was he to actually leaving the Wolverines after beating Ohio State? That's coming up in just a minute. Of course, first, we're going to get you all the news from around the Big Ten over yesterday. Of course, everything topping the news is Harbaugh. With the NFL rumors around, he again says he is going to stick to Michigan and really double down on staying with the Wolverines for a long time, saying that he messaged Michigan owner, or ownerships, pro sports, uh, Michigan administration, and had said, hey, this is not something that's going to be happening all the time. I am here. I am your guy. So at least according to his word right now, he said that he tested the waters and it's not for him. So we'll see what ends up happening in future years if that ends up going. But at least it seems for the immediate future for next year in football it will be Jim Harbaugh with the Michigan Wolverines still so that's good news for the Wolverines fans of course we're going to talk a lot about that with Isaiah on the show today Illinois is now in first place in the Big Ten in basketball by the way after the games last night the fighting Illini slip into that top spot the two finals from yesterday Purdue did win beating Minnesota 88 to 73 in the barn up in Minneapolis and also Illinois beat Wisconsin in a top 25 matchup the number 18 fighting Illini beat the number 11 Badgers 80 to 67 the final score and the size that Wisconsin lacked could not keep up with the dominant force that was Kofi Cokeburn for Illinois. Finishes with 37 points and 15 rebounds. Dominated, again, throughout in leading Illinois to that win and the top of the Big Ten standings. That's all for the news around the Big Ten, at least right now. We have a lot to get to with Isaiah to talk about with this Jim Harbaugh stuff, so I don't want to keep it any longer. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Isaiah is in, and we're going to break down everything that happened with Harbaugh from When we talked last with Isaiah, when he was saying that he was pretty certain that Jim Harbaugh was not interested at all in the NFL, how everything changed since then and how we ended up getting back to Michigan, back with Harbaugh as the coach for at least another year and Harbaugh saying again for as long as they want him. We'll have that with Isaiah in just a minute here on Locked On Big Ten. Bet Online is the place to go for all of your online sports betting needs this year. It's betonline.net with a new website that the people love and all sorts of new news, podcasts, of course, ways for you to bet out there on the site too. Of course, the big game's coming up in a couple of weeks. You're going to have to get your money in on that, but baseball season's right around the corner. Basketball and hockey are still in full swing, so if you need to make sure that you're at the best place to make sure you're taking full advantage of all your smart picks, head on over to betonline.net. It's betonline.net, your place to go for all of your online sportsbook needs. 
You're tuned in to Locked On Big Ten, everything you need to know about the conference every day of the week, Monday through Friday. I'm your host, Nate Dickinson. We're joined by Isaiah Hole, the host of Locked On Wolverines, also covering the Wolverines over at Wolverines Wire Online. You can get his stuff all over the place, of course, and he knows what he's talking about when it comes to Michigan. So he's going to know what's going on here with Mr. Jim Harbaugh as he comes back to Michigan. I almost said John Harbaugh. That's why I stuttered there for a second, Isaiah. But uh, he's saying not only is he not going to take the Vikings job, but he's kind of doubling down on I am coming back to the Michigan Wolverines. Uh, We had talked about this before, but a lot had happened between then and now. Uh, What do you make of just what is now, at least it seems for the moment to be a, a completed circle on a coaching search for Jim Harbaugh, or at least a little bit of an exploration by him? Well, it, it is over. Uh, I mean, I guess you can't say it's over until they actually officially right. signed the contract extension. But uh, he he told Michigan he's not only coming back, but he will he will remain at Michigan for as long as Michigan will have him. That he's out of the uh, pulling himself out of the NFL. Uh, essentially, uh, th- therefore sacrificing his his dream to go to the NF back to the NFL and win a Super Bowl, which a dream that. No one knew for sure that he had until really what the last month and a half of that. Uh, so it's uh, it, it kind of is what it is as far as that's concerned. And it, it was a very odd situation, the way that things changed in a 24 hour period, because it, 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 from all accounts, it sounded like he thought that he was getting the Minnesota Vikings job and that essentially going to Minneapolis was a formality. Uh, it seemed like Minneapolis or sorry, Minnesota's fans kind of thought the same thing. Uh, maybe that bolstered him a little bit. Uh, and that doesn't seem like that was the case. It seems that he went, he had to go through the interview process. The two sides didn't see eye to eye and uh, he left without an offer and decided to come back to Michigan. Uh, whether he left without an offer because he decided that this wasn't the opportunity for him or because, you know, he wasn't getting an offer. That remains to be seen. Uh, that, and I don't know that's, that's something that we'll ever quite know the answer to. Uh, but uh, it's nonetheless, he's coming back to Michigan. It's the best case scenario for Michigan, as bad of a scenario as it is, in the sense of, you know, it, he kind of left the team, you know, the program out to dry for a little bit there. And, you know, the, the optics of going and interviewing for another job on, national signing day and i can tell you with great a great deal of certainty that the the assistants really didn't know what was happening as far as the uh, the coaches that were working underneath him and the players didn't know what was happening recruits had been told for weeks that hey everything's going to be all right uh that n- don't worry about this and then some st- were starting to hear directly from him saying hey if i get an nfl opportunity i'm going to take it it's will johnson the five-star uh cornerback his father told that to the Detroit News so uh, it's it's one of those situations where it's it's going to take some repairing the relationship between uh, those in the program between the coaches and the players and uh, and Jim Harbaugh especially coming off of a year in which they won up big because they preached unity and that that becomes an issue right and I, I spent uh, I spent about 25 minutes on Monday absolutely tearing Jim apart uh, for uh, his detraction to the program. Nonetheless, still kind of the best case scenario for Michigan because we know that Jim Harbaugh now can 
get you to the college football playoff because he did it. You, now he knows that he can beat Ohio State and what it takes to beat Ohio State in the modern day and age. Uh, knows what it takes to win the Big Ten in this current day and age. So that's all good. And if you bring in a different coach, you don't know what you're going to get. You don't know if you're going to have to switch assistants around, if he's going to try to clean house. You don't know how many transfers you're going to get. So this is the best case scenario for Michigan, but it's going to take some, uh, some working to uh, get things kind of where it needs to be. Because of all the things that you laid out, when you were on here before, you, you were pretty firm in that you believed Jim Harbaugh was going to come back to Michigan and there was not that interest in the NFL. As I mentioned, a lot happened since then. And now it seems more like if that Vikings job had lined up with Jim Harbaugh, he would be the head coach of the Minnesota Vikings right now. Where are you on that scale? Would Harbaugh have gone? Was he ready to go? Because that's not what you were saying uh, before. Again, things have changed. I, I do think that he would have gone. I think that a lot of a lot of the reason why I didn't believe he was going to go was based off of what he was telling people inside of Schembechler Hall, uh, saying that don't worry about, it, don't worry about it. Uh, but then when he got an in-person interview, or uh, with or before the, even the in-person interview, when he had the Zoom interview with the Vikings, and then subsequently the in-person interview, that changed my view of it, right? Because we, as much as people can say going into what we just saw happen that yeah he has legitimate nfl interests and what have you he hasn't up until this point since coming to michigan and there are there are some michigan insiders that have been banging that drum he did had not shown any nfl interest up until now uh he and this is something that we've heard every single off season since 2015 a, after his first year in the program every single year it's been jim harbaugh wants to go back to the nfl other NFL team, you know, teams are going to come calling. It just hasn't been the case. And based off of what he was telling people, uh, he, he was going to stick around, right? There was no chance of him leaving. It seemed. And then suddenly uh, with, with the, uh, with the Vikings opportunity, which is kind of a weird thing. Cause it seemed like everyone was pegging him to the Raiders. That seemed like that was an obvious situation that was going to come to fruition. Uh, that uh, he was waiting because of uh, Mark Davis and his relationship with the Davis family. Uh, I understood that. And there was some degree that I wondered how much is he trying to kind of get his contract into a sweet spot. Uh, but uh, I, I don't think that that was going to be the case. Uh, if uh, the Vikings would have said, hey, we want you to be our head coach, I think he would have been the head coach. Hey, Big Ten fans, this is Nate Dickinson with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. Get Upside. My listeners are earning cash back on every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code SCORE for 25 cents off per gallon or more on your first fill up cash back don't pay the full price at the pump anymore get cash back using get upside just download the free app and use promo code score for an additional 50 cents per gallon on your first tank some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to three hundred dollars a month in cash back or a year in cash back check that and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime in your bank account, PayPal, an e-gift card for Amazon or other brands too. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code SCORE to get up to 50 cents off per gallon more or more on your cash or on your cash back on your first tank. That's code SCORE. 
at get upside. I don't really know if there's a huge, huge connection to make here, but there were a lot of people for a while down in Miami too, who thought that Jim Harbaugh might be trying to, or Stephen Ross might be trying to scheme to get Jim Harbaugh over there. It was dispelled a while back that he said he wouldn't take Jim Harbaugh away, but that didn't stop the rumors for a while. That job's a lot messier now too. Now that he was out of Minnesota, do you feel like there was any sort of incentive in him, like really doubling down here to Michigan to the fact that like other, other jobs aren't really what they were before? Well, I think that like Stephen Ross, he he really needed to do from a perspective of being Michigan's most prominent donor, both to athletics and academics. Uh, I think that he he was probably hoping that Minnesota would offer, and right, that right. way he could swoop in and say say, "Hey, we're going to offer two, so now you have two jobs to d- decide, you know, between." Uh, because I don't think that as being Michigan's premier donor that he was going to. Uh, to do anything to take Jim away from, from Michigan. So I think there, there's some legitimacy to that. And I think that if you were power ranking jobs that he was going to have, I think it was probably, uh, it probably would have gone Miami before Minnesota. The, the issue is uh, Minnesota certainly was the one that had to open everything up and they had to offer him. Uh, and so, so that wasn't the case. And here's the corollary to it, to everything that I think could also have made sense in this case. Uh, something that I kind of bandied about since uh, since the news was broken by on three uh, and the Wolverine that Jim was looking to accept that uh, uh, the NFL offer if it came. I, I think that the timing of it is really interesting because he got that offer and it seemed every, everything or it uh, appeared that he was getting the offer and that Jim was at least under the uh, that he was under the impression that he the job was his if he wanted it and that going to uh, Minneapolis was all but a formality. The fact that that came, that all of these things came out at the same exact time as the Brian Flores lawsuit and the fact that uh, Minnesota had just spent nine hours interviewing Patrick Graham, uh, the minority candidate uh, that they were considering. I, I wondered to some degree if maybe that wouldn't change uh, just the fact that it was out there, if that could change Minnesota's perception. Uh, I said it to a couple friends at the time, uh, and I didn't really say it publicly, uh, but no, I, I, I want I, I, that could certainly have played a part too in Minnesota's thinking, right? Because even though that they aren't moving forward with Graham and they're looking to get the uh, Rams offensive coordinator, uh, I think the fact that if they probably were put a little bit between a rock and a hard place, if Jim was their guy, if it, if it, he was given that idea that it was all but a formality uh, because su- suddenly everything that Brian Flores had kind of just alleged of the NFL potentially just came true in Minneapolis. So they might have also taken a look at the situation and said, maybe we need to reevaluate where we stand and came up with a different plan based off of that. And even though that didn't mean going the way of Patrick Graham, Certainly that would have precluded them from, you know, having interviewed a, uh, a minority head coach candidate for nine hours after having potentially told Jim Harbaugh that the job was his if he wanted it. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if that the, this just the timing of the announcement, if that disrupted the momentum that was looked like was happening and uh, over with the Vikings. A really good point, and it'll be a continued kind of delicate situation for those teams that do still have open head coaching jobs 
as they try to figure out who will lead them to the next season at the NFL level. Uh, I, I mean, it does kind of beg the question that we haven't really gotten into at all, which is the football question. Aside from everything you just said, why wouldn't the Vikings want Jim Harbaugh? Uh, see, yeah, that's that's what I I wouldn't know because yeah. it's it's uh, I, I, age would maybe be the one thing. I mean, you look at what we've been in a youth movement in both pro and college football for quite some time. We've really seen that even at, inside Michigan with uh, most of the assistant coaches being under forty. I think Mike Elston uh, is currently the only one that they just hired that's over forty. Uh, everyone else is uh, you know around the thirty five ish age range, which makes me feel old because I'm 40, uh, which as uh, our friend Mike Gundy would note, that means I'm a man. Um, but uh, nonetheless, it's I, I, I'm not really sure why uh, they wouldn't go with Jim because he's been the, the hotness. They've, you know, we've heard it every year except for after 2020 uh, that the from the NFL side that uh, they, you know, we're trying to get Jim Harbaugh back into their good graces and and uh, it, it, it may be that they just kind of, whether it's the incident that I kind of mentioned or a situation where they, uh, they are looking at uh, the fact that you're going to have this Super Bowl between the Rams and the Bengals with young head coaches and say, you know what, we need that young guy because Jim's almost 60. So the question is, is do you want to roll with a guy that's going to be, you know, be around maybe for 10 years? Uh, or, you know, how much does Jim have left in him? Uh, I, I would imagine he can coach past 70, but I mean, do you really want a 70 year old coaching your team in 10 years? You know, if that, if you're, uh, in an NFL team, nonetheless, I mean, X's and O's and everything, it, it's pretty clear that what Jim does works in the NFL. So I'm not really sure why, uh, why there was a sour, uh, or I shouldn't say sour, but, uh, why he didn't end up getting that job. And Vikings, too, just to add to that point, not really coming off of the, the youth, most youthful of regimes either have Mike Zimmermore, the old school guys in the NFL on that job, too. So if they were trying to go that way, then, yeah, that makes sense, too. But again, the NFL's wanted Jim Harbaugh back for a while. It looks like they may have missed out on the chance to get him for possibly the last time. So it seems like he's ready to hunker down in Michigan for at least a little while longer here now. Uh, Isaiah, thank you again for joining us for a little bit to try and break down what ended up being nothing uh, at the end of the day. Uh, we will have, of course, more substantial things to talk about next week. In, or no, not next week. We're not having you next week. Nope, I will uh, again, be with family next week, unfortunately. We'll have you back on here soon. But again, before we let you go, uh, the Michigan Wolverines did make an appearance on Joe Lenardi's bubble graphic way, way down at the bottom, but starting to try to climb back into things you know the talent's there but where do you think this team's uh, trajectory ends up being at right now uh kind of the same as what we talked about last week in the sense of they just got to try to stack together some wins and it didn't look good going to east lansing the way that they played the way that they lost especially going into halftime with a four-point deficit and then just getting run off the court in the second half uh also didn't help that against nebraska that you know, that was a game that they really didn't Every time that they started to look competitive, Nebraska came right back. And then we're talking about the worst team in the Big Ten. And that's not what you want to, is to, to struggle against them. And finally, Michigan kind of put it away with a, with a handful of seconds left, essentially. So it's just going to continue to be a work in progress while they try to figure out what they're capable of. Uh, next week's going to be really big with uh, Purdue and Ohio State. So uh, it'll be really interesting to see if they're able to, uh, to get one or both of those. 
Uh, I don't think that they'll get both, of course, but uh, they're just going to need to continue to try to stack some wins, create new winning streaks, and uh, try to carry some momentum and go from there. I think that they got a little demoralized after playing the Spartans, though. Again, the talent is there. Obviously, the games are there to get back into it, but the time is starting to run out for Michigan to climb back into that field of 68, at least before the Big Ten tournament. We'll, of course, have plenty of time to talk about that. Isaiah Hole at Isaiah Hole on Twitter. You can read his stuff at Wolverine's Wire, and not next week, but soon enough, back here on Locked On Big Ten as well. For Isaiah, Nate Dickinson, thanks for listening in.